Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 201 of the Junk Dash Podcast. I'm your host, as always. I am Tyler. Joining me, we have our host for this week. We have the, the man, the myth, the legend himself. We have Sir Colonel Gables. What's up, buddy? Oh, man, I'm doing all right. Had a couple things happen to me during the span of a week. For one, I got an early, actually two early birthday gifts. Nice. And one birthday gift was actually from my parents because I help them out a lot around the house since they are disabled and I have to step up and actually do a lot of stuff for them (laughs) they decided to get me a phone so that was a really big surprise considering i'm kind of stingy when it comes to phones i've had my same track phone now for the past couple of years and as a matter of fact i've had track phones well i'd say since like around 2008 (laughs) because i rarely used phones as they were and the reasoning why that i've had to upgrade is because i've had my iPod Touch with a cracked screen now for, like, literally a spider screen for the past year since I dropped it on cement, and I've had a track phone, which sounds like crap, for a better part of a few years, so it was about time for me to upgrade, so I ended up getting a iPhone 5S, which I am really much enjoying, <laughs> I, got, I can't lie here, man, it's, it's, it's really awesome just to have a convenient smartphone on you so that you can look up things like comparing prices to certain products and stuff and playing little games here and there or going on to social media things while during lunches and stuff or during breaks at work i mean it's really convenient to the extent because before i would just be waiting until after i've gotten home maybe turn on the computer or turn on my ipod touch or whatever the heck and just search the internet or do whatever just to check to see what happens and stuff but yeah, I'm really liking that. <laughs> it's great because now Gables and I can send each other nudes all day instead of just <laughs> in the evening. It's good uh, and also the second birthday gift, and then I'm getting like just earlier on tonight was of uh, from Tyler, who actually gifted me Rise of Iron for Destiny, it's, and I'm it's the worst birthday gift ever. <laughs> no, actually, that's not the worst birthday gift ever, but <laughs> but uh, hell, if. In case you guys haven't realized and stuff, he is dead serious about finishing like, the Destiny along yeah. with me. So, <laughs> we we I think we talked about last last week off air, but uh, I I uh, talked Gables into finishing uh, Destiny with me before Destiny Two comes out. So that is gonna be a thing coming up this summer. Yeah, yes, it will be. Considering both Tyler and I have a plethora of games that we want to go through. I know personally, I want to finish a Breath of the Wild. Which, spoiler alert, I am nearly 50 hours into this game, and I've had it for Ooh, like two shit. weeks, and I have not finished any one of the Divine Beasts yet. <laughs> wow. Another thing is, I picked up Persona 5 last Tuesday, and I have not played a lick of it. Because I am dead set on beating Zelda before I continue on to another game. 
So I've got Persona 5 on my bookcase. I've got Horizon Zero Dawn. So it's like I got three big open world games. Well, actually, I don't know if to serve like Persona 5 is an open world game, but it's like it's a long ass game. It's a long ass game. It's it's I know how Persona games are. This is going to be like at least another 100 100 hour freaking game as as well, you know. It's like yeah, that's just amazing. But when I do get to Destiny, I am going to Obviously trying to pick up the vanilla version somewhere down the line, because that's super cheap. Because the PS4 yep. and Xbox One versions of that game are circulating between anywhere between 5 to $10 for the just the base copy itself. And of course a lot of people are going to yeah, sell it but... off anyway, because it's like, if you don't have the collection discs or whatsoever, you're going to go ahead and like... <laughs> Uh, you're just not even going to bother with a regular vanilla copy anyway. So it's it's going to be fun, like, during the week, probably stopping the game stuff one day, just pick up something. But uh, anyway, other than that, it's like, it was just a kind of like the same type of work-related things, only, you know, we're working a little bit harder, we're trying to get things all pushed to quota, quota stuff in my workplace. So it's, yeah, it's been sort of difficult, but at the same time, it just feels kind of great just to go forth and just I don't know I just kind of am a workaholic when it comes to it because once I get going and start doing the same routines that I know work I just go through and I plow through them <laughs> yeah plowing's always good yeah it is <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> well anyway that's pretty much me in a nutshell how about you Tyler alright uh, I'm doing fine it's been a long week uh, finally have a night off bullshit with you guys drinks beer i'm on my fifth beer of this beer i'm drinking that makes sense uh and i didn't realize till four beers in and it's a nine percenter so that's good but also joining us we're not alone we have a man from the deep south of the west uh we have troy what's up buddy that was a missed opportunity for the transition speaking of plowing oh <laughs> This is why, no, I, yeah. why I don't like How's it going, everybody? Uh, what's I'll, I'll the business, as they say? There you go. Uh, uh, yeah, no, everything's been fine here. Uh, just freaking school, man. School, school, school. Uh, and more school, and, and then more school. I'm five weeks away from graduation right now. Uh, just got a lot of stuff coming up. Got a lot of stuff going on. Um, just kind of trying to balance everything. Finish up strong. I now have two classes that I have a B in. Uh, which is kind of sucky, which is basically 50% of my classes right now. I have B's in. Uh, the other half I have A's in. I'm hoping that I can bring those B's back up to A's mm-hmm. uh, because this week I found out that I'll be being awarded a uh, top 5% graduate student cord to wear uh, with my regalia during graduation. Oh, that's crazy. And I'd really rather them not decide to take that back for me if I don't get all A's. So oh. I, don't, I don't imagine they will, but that still kind of sucks. Yeah. Uh, trying to find a job throughout all of this as well because three weeks after graduation I'm being kicked out of here oh. and I want to have some place to go <laughs> so yeah it's it's kind of a, a lot of stuff to go on a little bit of stress but also there's a light at the end of the tunnel and hopefully it's not a train yeah <laughs> yes that's that's true this is the crazy train. but yeah yeah no it is a crazy train for shizzle uh yeah but otherwise everything's cool uh definitely uh happy birthday to gables uh i 
recognize now that your productivity is going to go into the dirt now that you have access to a a smart device at all times. Uh, say goodbye to productivity. Your bathroom breaks are going to get longer now. Remember, don't push. It's not good for you. You know, just let it let it come naturally. Yeah. You, you don't have to worry about pushing once you have a cell phone, though, like in the bathroom. It's like, eh, I don't need to push anymore. Just kind of slide. I'll just wait 20 minutes until it slides out on its own. On Twitter <laughs> but you also, uh, also, though, you don't want to spend too much time on the toilet. You want to get your stuff done and get up. Oh, that's true. Because uh, that can also be bad for you. So you gotta you gotta balance it. That weird, that weird like numbness yeah. sensation. Especially, <laughs> yeah, then you gotta sit there and wait like ten minutes for your legs to stop doing that oh. like pins and needle thing. You just stand in front of your toilet. I hate that. The worst part about about sitting on your toilet too long. Have you ever fallen down because of that? No. Uh, no, I always just kind of like lean against the sink. The sink is directly across from my toilet, so whenever that happens, I just I just lean against it. And so. Wait. It happened to me. It wasn't because of the bathroom, though. I was uh, when I was in high school, living at home, and I had a water bed. Uh, it was basically a hand-me-down water bed for my parents, but it was pretty high off the the ground, you know, like the the level of it. So I would lay in the bed, and I was reading, uh, and my legs were hanging off of the bed. And so, unbeknownst to me, while this was happening, my both of my legs fell asleep. But I didn't know this <laughs> until. Uh, I think the phone rang or so, for some reason I had to get up in a hurry. So I jumped off of the bed and landed on my feet, but I had no feeling sensation in either leg. So I immediately just collapsed like in place because my legs were asleep. It was an interesting experience. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't, I'm not a big fan of moving in general, especially <laughs> when, when shit falls asleep. I just kind of, yeah. Well, it's it's not even when it when it's asleep. It's not the problem. It's that transition period as it's just waking yeah. up and things yeah. get really like freaking tingly and like I sensitive. That. Yeah, that's yeah. always a pain in the ass, you know. Just and that's just the thing. I hate the tingling sensation. Almost literally, it's like not only that. Like whenever I sleep, sometimes and stuff, I've had the issues when I was a child. You know, when I was like in bed or something where I wake up and like either my arm or my hand or something like that would be completely numb or I could not feel them. It's like oh god, though. No. <laughs> Like just waking up around three in the morning and stuff, my hand is like motionless or something like that. So it's like, come on, damn it, wake up, wake up, damn it. <laughs> yeah, that usually happens if like during the sleep, like my arm ends up above my head. Mm-hmm. Like I'll wake up in the middle of the night and that arm will be completely numb and like I can't like pick it up to move it. So I literally have to use my other hand to pick it up and like place it on my chest or whatever to try and like let it wake back up. <laughs> Gotta get the blood circulating somehow. It's like I can't move it, so I have to literally like pick it up and replace it. Hmm. I don't, I don't have that problem much anymore. Usually, I, I take a lot of sleeping pills. Works for me. A lot of sleeping pills. <laughs> yeah. At like PM, at a time. A mandatory fifteen yeah, hours. Yeah, at PM. It's great. It's great. I usually so like I have pretty bad allergies, and so usually I'll uh, I take Allegra in the morning, and I'll take Nasacort to like you know keep my. Uh, nose clear uh but also i'll usually pop a benadryl uh before bed yeah. so that helps me sleep and also helps my allergies i don't take anything for bed yeah. i no. just went through just drink some water and i just try to fall asleep and i always wake up like there's some nights i wake up almost every hour on the hour which sucks but i set my alarm things i still i don't know why i always wake up like around half an hour or like a couple hours before my alarm goes off it's fucking ridiculous uh, mine's usually like minutes like like five minutes before my alarm goes off I'll wake up too. it's the worst fucking feeling in the world I'm so mad 
when I wake up like minutes before my alarm goes off. And you're just so it's mad like, you can't go to sleep. Lost that five minutes. It's bullshit. It's, it's like the most important five minutes of the damn day. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Start your day off on the wrong foot. Mm-hmm. 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 Sleep pills are good, kids. <laughs> Take them. <laughs> if there's I, anything I you've ever learned from this podcast, it's two hundred. I don't episodes. think we want to promote drug use of any kind. Yeah, yeah. it's fine. It's fine. Just follow the directions. It'll be all right. Don't take a lot of sleeping pills, like Tyler. Yeah, don't don't do don't don't do don't do what <laughs> I do. Just do caffeine. It's really dumb. <laughs> caffeine, a lot of monsters. No. Just drink some coffee. Yeah, there you go. Also, I'm also I'm sad I hadn't been uh, introduced when you started talking about being four beers into your beer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry. It, the logic right now is it's out the window. Oh yeah, You're, that's how we yeah. do it. That's 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 why we're the drunk oh, yeah. dash nerds. Oh, well, at least I'm the drunk one in this. In this <laughs> single-handedly holding it down, making sure that we're. <laughs> 100% legit that we're not falsifying our credentials. We are absolutely the drunk dash nerds. Tyler is making sure of that. Yep, I'm going I'm making up for the, I'm making for the two of you being sober right now. And then I guess I guess in this case would Gables be the dash or would you be the dash? And who would be the nerd? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Like hmm. hmm. This is these are very important questions we're going to answer someday. <laughs> we'll figure it all out one day. One day. Maybe episode 300. Well, I'm a dad, and dad rhymes with dash. So maybe I'm the dash. Maybe you're the dash. (laughs) It's not bad. I'd like to be the dash one day. We're going to logic this out. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Okay. One day, (laughs) one day you're going to be the drunk one, and I'll I'll be the dash. How about that? I was drunk like, what, four or five episodes ago? That's true. I can't remember how long ago. That's true, but we didn't we didn't preface who was the dash going into the podcast. That's true. We hadn't established a hierarchy at that point. Yeah, we gotta every episode we gotta we gotta like plan ahead maybe once in a while, like who's gonna be the drunk one, who's gonna be the dash, who's gonna be the dash is in the command for the day. (laughs) (laughs) Good times. Yeah, this is a uh, primarily a video game podcast. Uh, Also, excuse for me to drink alcohol. In large quantities, um, but anyways, it's a uh, been a week mm-hmm. involved playing games. I hope, so I'm curious what everybody's been playing. I'm gonna start with Troy. Are you, are you still I, playing Hyperdimension, or what are you playing? I am playing Hyperdimension. I don't know how much of it I've actually spent in the last week playing. I do know I've played some. Uh, really enjoying it so far. Uh, so yeah, I mean it's a good game. Like it's it's a cool concept. Uh, the story is pretty entertaining. Like, there's a lot of good humor, a lot of really good like video game references and and pop culture references. Um, yeah, it's it's a pretty good little series. I, I've I've talked to a few people in the last few weeks, and they they concur that it's a very good series. So I'm 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 happy that I'm playing it. Um, I haven't played any more Zelda. I actually. Uh, yeah, no, I haven't at all. I took it with me. I took the Switch with me. Uh, my little brother uh, came over to... Uh, my wife was checking out his teeth because she needs a boards patient for her board exams coming up. Uh, so she was evaluating him for that. And I thought maybe we'd have some time to play that, but we didn't. Uh, i definitely like to give him a shot at, at playing it on Switch because he's, he's now only playing games on PC, but he definitely has an affinity for Zelda. He's got a tattoo uh, very similar to mine, actually. Um, on my wrist, I have mm-hmm. three heart containers. 
uh, and one of them is half full. Uh, He's got on his forearm uh, four heart containers, and one of them is half full. It's a lot larger than mine, obviously. Mine's, you know, wrist size, like where a watch would be. His is, like, more the entirety of his forearm. Um, So I, I... you know, he was asking about it, and I think he would really like it. So I might have him over in the next week or so to to take that first spin, uh, especially since I'm not too deep in. I think he'll he'll enjoy running around. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I haven't had a lot of time to play. Uh, school's been kicking my butt. Uh, I've got just so much stuff coming due and everything like that. I'm I'm looking forward to being done with school. I plan to catch up on a lot of games and a lot of television and a lot of movies and a lot of uh, everything that I haven't had time over the last eight years to really do because I've been trying to get straight A's in school. Mm-hmm. Uh, that takes up a lot of time. Yeah. Trying to be an adult. Basically. Trying. But be more adult than we're being adults. Nah, I wouldn't say that, but you know, like if you want, if you want to get straight A's, you got to dedicate time to it. If you're okay getting C's cause C's get degrees, you might have a little more free time to do stuff like that. See, See now you're talking my language. <laughs> that's that's kind of where I'm at. C's maybe D's. Yeah, kind of like a, a black sheep, D minus. Um, all I need unless you want to get a medical. <laughs> In that case, you have to have a three average. That's just the thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, even for the MBA program, you have to have a three average to uh, gra- yeah. to well, graduate. Well, so, well, uh, but. I have a 4.0 up to this point, so I could probably get away with. I think you have to have at least a C, though, like to to pass the class. So, uh, if I get C's in all the other classes, I will definitely You're still definitely graduate. Higher than C's, <laughs> but that's not something that I'm. That's not something I'm interested in doing. I I have a 4.0 up to this point. I would really like to finish with a 4.0. So I'm gonna try all I can to get those two B's up to to A's. Uh, those both of those classes, all of the the current points are like really back heavy. Like in one of the classes, uh, literally 80% of the points are still outstanding with only wow. five weeks left of the class. So, uh, yeah. So hopefully everything comes together. It's, it's basically a semester long group project, uh, that's coming to a head with a, a written paper and a oral presentation that, uh, hopefully will do well. And I think I can do okay for my part at least. That's good. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I've been playing, and like I said, hopefully I'll try and keep up in leagues, play a little bit of games over the next few weeks, but I'm also going to be super busy. Yeah, life comes before video games, unfortunately, sometimes. Uh, most time. Uh, but also, Gables, uh, what have you been playing? Well, it's pretty much a continuation from last week. I'm still knee-deep inside The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. I've had the Switch now going on my second week, and I've been playing nothing but Legend of Zelda. I have gone to a point where I am nearing 50 hours inside this game. What I've done predominantly is I am a firm believer that I want to explore all of the landscapes, everything, until, you know, I end up getting my fill upon that before starting the main quests, or even, like, just finishing quests in general. Because the thing about the Zelda game that I really love how is how everything is so open-ended and stuff, so that I can go through specific parts... And finish to my leisure if I really wanted to. So I've done exactly that. I've went through and I have unlocked every single tower that has... Uh, wow. You know, okay. I've actually unlocked the entirety of the map. So now that I've unlocked the entirety of the map, it has me wondering, okay, what would I do next? And I ended up going through... I've been trying to find all these random shrines, and I have found at least... 41 so far 
So I've gotten 41 shrines completed. I have around 10 hearts. From what I've been hearing and stuff, I need at least 13 for this game. And for, like, I try to get into, like, the the portions that I really need to go through. But, yeah, no, that's, goal. yeah, that's definitely my goal, too. I want to get at least 13 hard containers and stuff like that. But knowing me, I'm probably going to see if I can get more because I want to make sure I get a lot of those shrines because a lot of the shrines are really well thought out and they are simple, but yet some of them can be quite challenging and they are a lot of fun to go through. I mean, I was not expecting those little miniature like shrines to be so addicting to try to find and try to uh, complete, but it's definitely something that's radically different than what I'm used to in open world games. I mean, we've all been through, like, uh, a couple of open-world games where we have to go through collect certain aspects, or we have to go through claim, or, like, claim specific bases, or specific dead drops, or whatsoever. But here in Zelda, it's like, you got to work for a lot of those, like, uh, completions for quests and for caves and stuff. So, like I said before, I've gotten 41 of those little courage orbs and stuff. I'm nearing my 11th one. I just need to find the last shrine to complete it. Let's see, what else have I done here? I have went through the the Gerudo Desert, and, uh, uh, the Gerudo Desert, uh, pardon me, and I've actually went through inside the Gerudo Town. I am currently at the, let's see, like, Vodnaboros, Divine Beast, and I am facing off against the boss of that, uh, particular, of that particular Divine Beast, and basically what I have been ending up doing is I've been hearing little rumblings here and there that I have just stumbled across probably the hardest of the divine beasts. <laughs> Incidentally, I mean I was doing like uh, the water one, the from the Zoro's domain and stuff, but I got kind of stumped there, and I decided to just yeah. go through and finish some of the shrines, and then I happened upon doing a lot of the stuff for Gerudo Town and stuff like that. So it's like okay. Let's see if I can actually go through this one. So I've completed the puzzles for Naboris, which they weren't exactly that difficult. I mean, they weren't... I mean, you had to do a lot of shifting and a lot of, like, turning of columns and this and that, though. But it wasn't, like, really difficult to an extent where I needed to, like, completely stumped, you know? I mean, there were some, like, things that I overlooked the first time I was going through this gigantic temple, which just basically that's what they are. All the divine beasts that I've encountered so far, it's just basically a temple. Kind of like how you would play in, in like other Zelda games. Only instead of it being like element-based for particular types of uh, like temples in the other games, you basically go through, you encounter these divine beasts, you have to somehow get on top of them, and all of a sudden you go inside like uh, to complete the various temples in order to... I, I'm assuming... This is uh, true for all of the Divine Beasts. I haven't found... I haven't really gone through the other ones yet. But I do know there's four of them. I do know that uh, one of them's an elephant. The other one that I'm at, Naboras, is like shaped after a camel. And let's see, the two other ones I've seen... One looks like a gigantic bird, and the other one kind of reminds me of like a uh, salamander. Which, that's pretty cool. A salamander that's climbing on top of a volcano. I think that's supposed to be like Death Mountain. But speaking of, like, Death Mountain stuff, yeah. 
I have personally tried to go forth and see if I can find how to transverse Death Mountain because there are quite a number of shrines there, but I haven't been able to go through and with <laughs> finished any of them inside that area because I need something specific to where I am not burning at the crisp if I go over to that extent because that's just the thing. If you enter into the Death Mountain area immediately you're going to hit be hit with all of these little heat damage because your Fahrenheit, like your temperature meter, it goes off the charts for heat. And so you automatically are suffering damage if you get too close. It doesn't matter what food you eat, what clothes you wear, something like that. You are going to receive damage regardless. So I'm wondering if there's some sort of tunic I need to get or if there's some sort of like device of some sort that's going to allow me to transverse this heat infested area but yeah let's see I've finished a couple of shrine quests which basically I stumbled on by accident I've uh, climbed this gigantic pillar or something like that and to finish off one shrine I've actually encountered this like another shrine quest and stuff where I had to climb up this uh, particular pillar for these Goron brothers collecting all these rupees and then trying to finish it in a time limit which hey that was fun that wasn't I wasn't really expecting that but it was all right for what it was but the vast majority of the stuff that I had been doing this week during Zelda is just exploration I ended up finding my first tidbits of the memory shards and stuff like that from going through and uh, talking with Impa inside Kakariko Village I have gotten four out of the twelve, so I need to try to... And that's just the thing. Because I've been all over, I am recognizing where certain things are at based upon the photographs, and uh, I know the general facility, like, uh, this, like, uh, I know the general direction of where a lot of these memory fragments are, but getting to some of them requires me to trekking through areas that I have not really remotely explored so <laughs> it's really been kind of a hassle to try to do so as a matter of fact if i don't if i can't really uh, go through this boss at uh, naboris i'm probably going to put it on hold and probably go through and try to find like uh, some other shrines or something to power myself up <laughs> you can go straight again and well that's just a there th you go well that's just a thing i really wanted to beat these divine beasts before i go on to ganon but, uh, yeah, that's pretty much what I've been playing. Just Legend of Zelda. <laughs> nice. Uh, I'm kind of yeah. in the same boat with you. Uh, I've only put about maybe two or three hours in more, though, since last week. Uh, most of that being on Sunday. Uh, I beat my second Divine Beast. I beat the bird. Oh, you should beat the bird. Area, so, like, um, yeah, the bird. And then I also beat the elephant, which is the Zelda yep. main area. I can't. The bird is like with the with the flying people. The Rito people, sword, I, I think it is. What they're called. Yeah. So I beat those two. Um, I've done I think thirty seven shrines now. So I've probably four or five more since last week. Uh, I'm at twelve heart containers. Uh, I'm doing the exact same thing you are. Where I'm trying to go for thirteen heart containers to do, without spoiling anything, accomplish the goal of one yeah. thirteen hearts. <laughs> uh, I really so, appreciate you not spoiling uh, that. Uh, yeah, but there is a yeah. Yes. There's a reason to go. To there's something that I want yes, thirteen heart containers for, and I'm not going to say why. Yeah, 
So it's yeah, it's there's like a lot of stuff about this war. Like for you know, like I said last week, I'm not really I'm not trying to spoil the journey of the things, but I, I do want to kind. Of, I'm more I like the the like I know a lot of the in destinations of stuff, but I don't know the journey to get there, uh, kind of thing. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at. I have I play it for like another forty minutes or so. Actually, throughout the rest of the week, uh, I, I did a few more shrines, and then I did a, uh, a I did a couple couple more towers, um, but I haven't really done delved much more into it. I've just been kind of it's busy. And then when I have been playing games, I probably played more Madden this week than I have uh, Zelda or anything else. So not a lot going on with me there. Um, so yeah, I don't you know I don't want to delve too much more to it. We talked about but we'll talk about a lot last week. Um, We'll probably be talking about it here and there over the next couple weeks or so until everybody's beating the game. <laughs> the next bunch of months. I kid you not. Yeah. It may maybe. be a couple months to defeat <laughs> the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Who knows, man? It's like, I don't know how far I'm going to go with this game. <laughs> my, my plan is, and it's been my plan since the beginning, is get the 13 hearts and then beat the four Divine Beasts and then beat, beat Ganon. That's my, my goal of the game. Because uh, so, I got a shit ton of stuff to play still. So. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Uh, let's go move on to some news. Uh, oh, yeah. A couple things have happened over the last couple weeks. Last week we didn't really, talk, we didn't really discuss any news. Uh, there wasn't wasn't really a lot, anyways. But uh, we talked about we spent most of the last week talking about Zelda and yeah. So yeah, this first topic was definitely on last week's agenda. We just didn't get around to it. Yeah, figured best save for this week. Uh, but Destiny Two. We finally got a reveal trailer, and I'm using parentheses when I say that. Uh, it is basically, uh, it's like a minute or so long trailer, and it's basically. I was say, are you putting really quotes around reveal or trailer? Reveal, because uh, it really the whole the whole part really because it wasn't much. There's no gameplay or anything. It was just Nathan Fillion being Nathan Fillion, uh, being funny uh, and quirky and all that things you love about Nathan Fillion if you love Firefly. Uh, but wasn't really anything shown. It was just kind of talking about, hey, there's going to be loot in this game. Uh, and talking about how shit's gone wrong. And basically building a reason why there's going to be a Destiny 2. Um, and there's going to be a an actual gameplay reveal stream, I believe on May 18th. Huh. So about a little over a month from now. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen this trailer yet. But I am curious to... Are you guys interested? Are you excited for a Destiny 2? I not so much. (laughs) I had no experience with the first one. I watched plenty of content about it. Uh, It just never really caught my attention. Uh, I mean, hopefully they kind of learned a lot from the first one. Maybe this one might actually pull me in. I don't know. Uh, Hopefully there's more story content than was available in the first one, especially early on. Um but, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not super psyched about it. I mean, it's cool. Like, more games are better than less games. But Destiny wasn't anything that really caught my attention to begin with. Yeah. So I'll let you guys talk well, on it. Well, I'm of the... What about you? I'm on the mind of uh, wanting to see more before I initially decide. Because if, for some odd reason, stuff, it's the same gameplay that the original Destiny had. Which, it's not... No, it's not really that bad and stuff. I really like the gameplay of the original Destiny. It's just the content of the story and the missions themselves got kind of boring and repetitive after a certain extent. That it wasn't really initially addressed until the expansion packs after the original game release, you know. So with, like, 
Mark of the Wolves and stuff like that, or like uh, Taken King and stuff. It really wasn't until like a year after the game released, Destiny, that we really started to see something substantial to where it improved the quality of the experience of the game itself. So even if I do mm-hmm. see more of Destiny 2, I'm of the mind of, okay, do I really want to buy this game at launch like I did the original Destiny? Because I may get burned yet again because maybe this is going to be the same like how Destiny was where you have good gameplay, you have good types of maybe like co-op or like online raids or online like uh, particular strike missions you can do but the single player content probably isn't going to be of the type of quality that Bungie normally would try to do with certain other (laughs) games in their past so I'm on the fence here I'm interested but at the same time it's kind of a borderline thing (laughs) that's what basically what I think yeah yeah, I'm kind of with you. Like, you made some good points about like, uh, I I feel like Destiny coming out was definitely a big blunder, and it was did not live up to anywhere near the hype of what we thought it could be. Uh, but since then, since I think 2013 when it came out, 2014, um, they made some great strides. I think in making the game better, improving upon, uh, kind of where it started off at, and I'm hopeful that Destiny Two is a good game, and like. We, lot we tell people like talk a lot of shit and so do I about Destiny and make fun of it a lot. It's the it's the easy game to make fun of, um, but the game is good enough. The fact that like I keep wanting to go back to it and I keep wanting to play it and I bought all the DLC for it. And then you uh, bought all the DLC again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I bought Gables a copy for it uh, or uh, the Rise of Iron one for it. So I mean, there's yeah. I mean, there's something about the game that it kind of keeps bringing it back to it. Um, and the kind of the comment when this Destiny two uh, Destiny two uh, trailer came out, uh, it, it was kind of the way everybody went. But everybody said, "Oh, it looks like they're trying to copy the Borderlands formula and basically just like we're funny now." You know, this is a funny, quirky uh, first-person shooter game. Which uh, Borderlands, you know, and Borderlands is great. And I, you can argue that maybe outside the gameplay, Borderlands does all that stuff better. It does. Uh, I liked what. Taken King did. It was funny. I liked. I, I was interested in where they're going with it, but definitely. I mean, I'd rather play a Borderlands game before I play a Destiny game. But uh, yeah, I'm just kind of. I'm, I'm hopeful, like you are. Like, I think the the big thing is the story part of it, and make sure the the side quests are actually like real side quests, and there's more than four areas in the three areas in the game, uh, in the main game, and then you know like with with the expansions. There was, I think there was eventually four. Uh, but don't make me do the same area over and over again. So that's, mm. I think there's a big things that I think Destiny Two is gonna be could potentially be a make or break for this for this uh, gener- for this uh, IP. Um, and you know, I like Destiny obviously. Uh, you know, uh, the fact you know I keep wanting to play. It. This is this is gonna be the third summer in a row that we're gonna be playing we're gonna be playing that game. Oh yeah, uh, on this podcast. So. Uh, there's I keep going back to it. There's a reason for it, um, but you know, there's gotta be more than what they got. Uh, so yeah, we'll we'll definitely see. Uh, the May 18th will be an interesting day. I think we're gonna learn a lot, and then also E3 uh, will be uh, big for the franchise. But moving on, uh, the Xbox Scorpio, uh, which is gonna be the new Xbox One. Con- we don't either either new Xbox console or a new Xbox One version. Uh, they released the specs for it. A lot of big words and numbers that I don't understand. 
But kind of the key things coming out for it in uh, layman's terms is it should do uh, uh, native uh, 4K and 60 frames per second. And it's going to be much more powerful than the PS4 Pro. Uh, yeah. The, the, the things that they were saying and the, what I understand of it sound very impressive. Uh, talking to people online, reading stuff online, it sounds like what's in this system, uh, would, if you were going to build a PS4 with this, would be about $1,000 or so to make the, to buy the stuff separately and build yourself. Um, so, you mean a PC? Yeah, like build the, the PC yourself. Yeah. yeah, you said PS4. That's what I just kind of threw me off. I was like, "Huh?" Sorry, I've, I've been drinking. Yeah, uh, no, it's cool. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm curious. Like, are you guys? This is something that, like, Gable. I know you just sold your Xbox. I have an Xbox One. I don't believe you have one, Troy. I do. Uh, where, you do have one. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah he does. I have an Xbox One. I have a PS4. Yeah. Oh. Um. Yeah, I mean, there's a few things that kind of jump out at me on these specs. And I mean, you know, unfortunately, they're just specs, so we don't have a whole lot to go off of. Uh, this 12 gigabytes of GDDR5 RAM is pretty impressive. Uh, the Xbox One has the uh, DDR3, which is kind of the what you would consider just conventional RAM that like people, most computers have had for a long time. It has Dance um, Dance Revolution 3 inside the console? GDDR5, which is oh. the memory that the PlayStation 4 has in it. Um, which is faster. It's a faster RAM. Uh, that's a big chunk of why the PlayStation 4 uh, outperformed the original Xbox One was because of this GDDR, GDDR5 RAM. So uh, this new Project Scorpio is supposed to have 12 gigabytes of this RAM, whereas the PS4 Pro, I'm trying to find uh, what how much it's got. Uh, this this uh, article that we've got doesn't have the side-by-side specs. Oh. Um, there is another one that does, um, but yeah, like it's it's a significant amount of RAM over what the uh, the PlayStation Four Pro even I has it was like around maybe like on top eight of eight or something like that. Possibly I, eight sounds about right um, without like actually having the specs in front of me. Um, yeah, I mean it's supposed to be powerful beast of a machine. Uh, yeah, I've heard some people, you know, say like it's kind of equivalent to having a uh, 1070 uh, GPU in a in a PC, uh, which can definitely do 4K natively. Um, yeah, I mean, it, but it really does come down to games. Uh, Microsoft, as of late, has not had a, a lot of uh, huge titles, you know, in their in their corner. Yes. Uh, whereas PlayStation has the opposite. You know, you have games like. Uh, uh, Persona 5 that just came out. You have Nier Automata. You have uh, Neo, um, Horizon Zero Dawn. Like all of these games, like kind of back to back. PlayStation's been kind of knocking it out of the park with the with the games and and Especially this machine. With the exclusive forefront. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, I mean, third party games are going to come everywhere, but um, you know, like if they don't have the games that are going to cause somebody to want to buy this thing, and we don't know how much it's going to cost either. That's another big, you know sticking point uh i think the messaging from uh phil spencer has been that this is a premium you know piece of hardware it's not going to be i think that's you know kind of preparing people for kind of an expensive price point uh it's probably not going to be in the ballpark of you know 300 400 you're probably looking at at least 500 um for for something of this spec and only the people who are the most dedicated are going to go after it but I do think that they need to, you know, have some games to, to kind of support it. Uh, lately, like I said, a lot of the Xbox games have, have been canceled. You know, they've they've got games yeah. that are indefinitely yes, delayed or, or canceled, uh, which is not a good look. 
you know, especially when you got a brand new shiny piece of hardware coming out on the market soon. So they're going to need to impress people at E3, I think. I'm of the mind of stuff where it's the same thing that I'm thinking of, like, uh, with just what you were saying, Troy, when it comes to the games and forefront of it. Like, for example, with Scalebound being recently canceled by uh, Microsoft Studios due to some, like, development troubles and forefront from, uh, what was it, Platinum Games or something that was de- developing this game? Yep. Yeah. Let's see. With all the exclusives and stuff that I see on the PlayStation 4, going through a comparison to the Xbox One, especially towards the rest of this year, it's really sparse in comparison to a console launch. You know, for like a... It's basically this Scorpio thing. I, even though they don't say, like, forefront that it's going to be a replacement for the Xbox One and the Xbox One S, it's basically is a successor to the system itself, in my honest opinion. But... Games aside, there are a couple of things, there are a couple of, like, uh, concerns that I have with it. One, obviously, are the specs. Now, we talk about this 12, like, a, what was it, GDDR? Yeah, the GDDR5 RAM. Yeah, the the GDDR5 RAM and stuff. With all of this technology and all the types of, like, uh, some of the high-end RAMs that you would get, like, for comparison to PC and stuff, I recently watched a video from the No and stuff. Like, this is a, one of their little shows and stuff they have on YouTube based, like, from the company Rooster Teeth, where there was a, I think more recently, a, a company, a tech company came up with, like, a specific type of graphics card, which is, like, almost $1,200 with almost the same type, if not a little bit more advanced of specs, which they had the same type of, like, like GDDR, like, a, stuff as, say, the Xbox One, like, you know, not the, the Xbox One, but the Scorpio itself, where they were yeah. charging about $1,200. So what I'm getting in mind is I'm kind of concerned about the price point of the Scorpio. I know Phil Spencer has said a lot about it being a premium product, but if I'm a consumer looking into this Xbox Scorpio, I understand even though it's a premium product, there's two things that I keep in mind, an affordable price point and what are the content going to be when the game, when the system eventually releases during the holiday season, which that's probably one of the biggest selling points for this console. Another thing is the comparison between this and the competition with the PlayStation 4 Pro. Like another point that Troy was just stating, you know, exclusives on the PlayStation 4 are absolutely killing it this year, with the end of the year possibly looking even better, and the possibility that maybe the PlayStation 4 Pro may get a price cut by Sony by the time that it may release during the November. I mean, that's a highly big pros- like possibility. Especially if the Scorpio, if rumors are right, with that type of content that it has inside of its hardware and stuff, it may be a six or $700 console, which that is not going to look good in any type of consumer's eye. Yeah, sure, diehard fans are going to just eat up this type of tech. But at the same point, it's like, so much concerned about tech, but little exclusives into the deal. I mean, Let's look at the exclusives we know right now for the Xbox One. We have Crackdown 3, which we've seen almost next to nothing about over the past couple of E3s. Some game footage, some revealed trailers, stuff like that. But we've also got maybe, like, a couple other games. I know Cuphead is, like, that game. You'll know you'll see a new Forza this year. Forza Motorsport. Obviously, they've even talked about it over the past week, about showcasing new Forza and these type of specs, which I bet looks absolutely amazing with what 
type of set things that they got set so up. The, the digital foundry is the one uh, first of all we haven't said that they worked in conjunction with to get all these specs out so right, digital right. foundry is kind of euro gamers arm that like kind of breaks all these consoles down and like tests them and, and all that uh they actually got hands-on with it with uh forza uh, Motorsport 6, which was the last Forza Motorsport game, and they put out some screenshots of that, and it looks fantastic. I mean, mm-hmm. being there, you know, Forza Motorsport, uh, the last game in, in the series, like, it, it looks amazing uh, in these screenshots. So, I have no doubt that, you know, Forza Motorsport 7 will look fantastic on Project Scorpio as well. Oh, yeah, it's a car sim. I mean, for God's sakes, you have to have it look the most impressive possible on your piece of tech. Yeah, stuff. car porn. Like, car games yeah. are an excellent example of showcasing the power of a console. I mean, hell, Shoney does it, like, yeah, it's Gran been doing Turismo it for over a, a couple decades now with Gran Turismo. I mean, hell, yep. Microsoft has their own car game in Forza. It's like, fuck, so. That in, as somebody who has always loved the Gran Turismo series, Forza has surpassed Gran Turismo, so. Oh, I highly what accept it is. that well, as a fact <laughs> right now. It helps that you get one more than once a decade too. Oh yeah, yeah that, no that's that's true too. I mean, they've they have now <laughs> passed Gran Turismo. There have been six Gran Turismos, and that goes back to the uh, the mid '90s on PlayStation One. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Forza started significantly later, and the seventh one is about to be out this year. Well, that doesn't include Horizon either. Yeah, and Horizon's not included in that. Horizon's okay. a different beast, which is also still amazing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like we we don't have a lot of you know news on what games will be available for this thing, and and you know there's no doubt that with the extra power, like third party games will probably look and run the best on the Scorpio, you know now. But then also that doesn't necessarily mean that your Call of Duties are going to jump ship to go back to no. to Xbox, you know, for Absolutely exclusivity not. because PlayStation has the edge right now in install base, and if this thing doesn't you know sell huge numbers they're still going to be developing for playstation first and playstation's still going to continue to get these exclusive deals yes as a matter of fact there's actually been talks for some developers that have been wanting to pull some of the xbox one like uh some of the xbox one ports in order to try to like alleviate certain costs and stuff and going to sony's platform in order to do that i don't know which exact games from what companies or something like that but it's just been sort of a sort of like a rumorous type of like uh, say around the grapevine in the gaming sort of industry right now where it's like there have been some games that have had Xbox One versions pulled like maybe towards like at a later date to be released or something like that in comparison sort of like a time exclusive sort of thing that we've already seen but but yeah I'm just kind of interested in seeing more at E3 considering that they already have gotten a lot of their spec stuff out of the way now for this console. We still don't know the price. We still don't know what the console even looks like, or even we the don't name know what it's actually of it called. called. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so man, yeah. it's going to be an interesting Sunday. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, pretty much a lot of my opinions kind of agree with yours, and and pretty much everything. Um, what's the price going to be? If this truly is a thousand and twelve hundred dollar. A PC build um, how are they going to sell that market this thing and sell it to people at affordable price for everybody and the key thing is games really more than anything mm-hmm. it's like yeah it's, it might look really nice but what the fuck am I going to play on it um, outside of just Verizon uh, Horizon Forza Horizon and also uh, you, know, crack you, down you won't be spot. playing Horizon on this yeah <laughs> uh, yeah, obviously. Um, and then, uh, you know, Crackdown 3, you know, what's going to be the big selling point for this? Why am I buying this thing uh, this this holiday season? And I hope there is a good lineup coming out this year. And, and 
for me personally, I don't see a reason to buy this for myself just because I'm looking at this Tiger 2017. There's nothing coming out outside of maybe Cuphead that I'm interesting picking up from Xbox One that I can't get on my PS4 or yeah. Switch. Um, I have the PS4 Pro. I have a 4K television. I don't regret either one of those purchases. But I look at the the reason I have the four I have the 4K Pro or the PS4 Pro, but I don't regret it because I look at like games like Horizon, Danganronpa One and Two. Uh, there's a, there's there's near uh, and there's a few probably, probably a few other games that have come out this year that I'm forgetting about and there's going to be more coming out later on in the year that I'm, I'm not thinking of right now either. But there is as this as as far as the PS4 being my my go-to home console game uh, console, it is like it, it, there's it's made up for its money. The money I spent on this on this stuff has been made up for already. And it's going to be made up for over the course of the next year plus uh, and I can't make the argument with buying when I own an Xbox One that I haven't played uh, in four months uh, I can't make the argument for myself and it was like you like you mentioned Troy the PS4 is a much bigger install base so it's going to be tougher for people that maybe already have a PS4 to maybe go into an, uh, get the Xbox Scorpio and then we're talking, we're in, it's going to be the fourth year of this generation. If this isn't truly the next new Xbox, like, why are people going to jump in now and pay a premium price for a, uh, a console? I agree. Uh, and especially with these these games in the past, probably a lot of them aren't going to have, take, take the power and the capabilities of the Scorpio and use them. It's just going to be like, hey, you have, it might look slightly better on the Scorpio than it did on the old Xbox One. Yeah, so yeah, that's what I'm, I'm. What I'm understanding is it's almost like the boost mode in the PlayStation 4 Pro is kind of going to be activated for all games. Uh, that includes the backwards compatible games, yes. like everything that plays on an Xbox One will play on this thing. So all the 360 backwards compatibility will transfer over, and you'll probably see some performance increase, you know, and, and stuff like that. Maybe a little bit of graphics, but I mean, yeah, I mean, it comes down to what's new. Like nobody's going to buy this to play old games. They're going to want to see what's coming up on the horizon mm-hmm. uh microsoft needs to come out hard at e3 uh, i think that's a lot of the reason why these specs i mean these specs are are going to come out anyway they, they might be leaked out by some developer or something like the longer you hold you know sit on this stuff the the better chances that it's going to get leaked and so it's better that microsoft gets out in front of it you know on their terms um but there's still so much more to, to be said uh i'm of the the mind that uh and it's i'm the same with the playstation though is is that you know, before I'm going to buy a new PlayStation or a new Xbox, like I would probably much rather spend 600 bucks and get a new graphics card for my computer. My computer is in decent shape. It's, it's, it's pretty good. I mean, I run, you know, everything at 1080p it, at max settings, but if I decided to drop 600 bucks, I could get, you know, one of the new 1080 TIs and just demolish games at 4k, uh, you know, the games are there, uh, pretty much all of the Microsoft exclusives, you know, have kind of it's been said that most of them are going to be coming to PC. Um, even PlayStation with PlayStation now being available on PC and also running PlayStation four games, I may not be able to play a lot of their exclusives at launch, but the odds are good that those exclusives will eventually come to PlayStation now. Uh, so I'd almost rather drop that money on my PC, uh, and just keep upgrading it rather than buy a new home console. That's basically a PC, but maybe, uh, has to constantly like it will constantly fall behind the, on the curve like maybe scorpio is more powerful than you know a thousand dollar pc right now but it won't take but a couple years before 
the PC catches and surpasses that, you know? Um, so it, a console is always going to be playing catch up. And then on top of that, you're kind of playing in their walled garden. You're playing the games that yeah. Microsoft wants you to play. You're playing the games that Sony wants you to play with the PC. You can play those games plus all the old games, plus, you know, arcade games. And, and like, you, you just have way more options available to you on the PC and neither Sony or Microsoft has given me a lot of reason to, to think that I should go out and buy their next console i mean nintendo i bought the switch because nintendo games are only available on nintendo exactly. products and nintendo yeah. does nintendo you know so until one of these two console developer console developers you know proves to me why i need their next console i will just as soon put that money into my pc yeah definitely i mean i kind of like a 4k blu-ray player but I, at this point i can i can buy an xbox one s you know for 200 bucks and get a 4k blu-ray player out of it so yeah definitely and like someone like me that does i only care about playing home console games and i only care about playing games on a pc or uh yeah pc uh that's why to me it's worth the pro is worth the money uh, yeah i was i was going to get a 4k uh tv soon it made sense to get a 4k system and yeah absolutely games. yeah i mean if like, you've got a 4k tv you want to be able to utilize that you know the cable's yeah. probably not cutting it yeah, and yeah, definitely. And just games like what I played Resident Evil 7 and just playing the Horizon have uh definitely been worth the money in that in that sense. Uh but we're going to move on to I think possibly our last topic of the day. Uh Persona 5, uh Gables was talking about earlier. Uh after the game came out uh this past Tuesday, they uh Atlas came out with some policies um uh, for the streaming of the game. I guess if you're on the PS4, you can't stream at all. Um, while playing or taking these screenshots, but they also came out and talked about some more policies and fairly strict ones about streaming the game. Uh, a couple of the big ones coming out is you can't stream any more than 90 minutes uh, straight with the game. Also, anything past 7-7 of the game. Well, I believe the game starts in like it's like early April, as the four one or four two. Yeah, that's because of the beginning of like the Japanese like, uh, school year and stuff. So apparently, you can't stream past the date of July seventh. And uh, it probably has something to do with, like, story-related issues, obviously. Probably some sort of major twist or something, because inside these Persona games, it's like, the games don't really start getting going until, until like, possibly around a couple, like, wait, 10, 15 hours or so? Yeah. <laughs> Not really. Yeah, I did. I mean, this is the whole thing. Like, yeah, they've they set it up so the PlayStation 4 streaming, like, thing, like, sometimes when you stream for your playstation 4 like there's certain scenes that are blocked so if you're streaming out to twitch it's like oh this scene is blocked you know but then it'll come back in once the gameplay picks up uh they've just shut down that functionality completely for this game so you can't stream directly from your playstation 4 so in order to stream it you need something like a capture card and and everything like that you know which is i i mean if you're into streaming you have probably invested that money you know i i personally i'm looking at my capture card right now uh, so i would have the capability to stream this game but the thing about that is is that now they've also put out that they will be putting uh, uh copyright strikes on youtube videos and 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 a lot of that stuff so the, the content won't exist on the internet for very long if you don't have a place to host that uh twitch is going to be taking That's them down because you know atlas wants it to happen uh um, YouTube will do the same. Um, so yeah, like it's it's pretty much you know if you don't follow these guidelines and you don't have your own platform to host your videos, uh, they 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 won't live very long on the internet. 
Yeah. Yes, that's very true too. From the extent, from what I've understood and stuff like that, yeah, ninety minutes is definitely the the limit that you can do possibly at a time. But uh, with this whole like elements here from Atlas and just basically doing an embargo on like any type of person going through and streaming at the point, I understand from a business perspective they don't want the single player of their game to be really spoiled as Persona is definitely the type of game where there's a lot of content inside the story and a lot of things where an outsider looking in you could get potentially spoiled upon like uh, going through this particular types of the story bits and there's a lot of twists and turns that happen inside like random like segments too of those type of games at the same time I really kind of wish that this wasn't really a moral gray area because it's like, just like, sure, it's like technically Atlas can do this. They can basically go through and just put down like strikes or something like that or possibly impose sort of junctions for people to like pay like a specific fine possibly if they choose to do so. But uh, I mean, personally, this is just a lot of like this, this fan service, obviously, when it comes to promoting their game with this free publicity from other let's players streamers and stuff like that that make pretty much a living off of advertising and like just playing through some of their favorite games and putting them up uploading them online i mean sure it's money out of their pockets but the people who do the youtube like let's plays the twitch streams and stuff like that but at the same point it's like what i was saying earlier it's this whole concept of the doing the let's plays the doing the twitch streams and doing the showcase upon single player games it's still within a moral gray area because of all the issues in terms of copyright stuff i mean nintendo's obviously a very heavy hitter when it comes mm -hmm. to their content being on the internet for anyone other than themselves i mean hell look at their content id tags for things for fair on youtube i mean that is just horrendous to an extent where you have people like Jim Sterling who just do random, like, copyright things of all sorts of yeah. things jammed into one video so that they try to neutralize each other for their the freaking monetization yep. money. But, uh, yeah, you know what? I understand where Atlas is coming from, but at the same time, I think it's a really big dick move from the people who just want to go through and share the game experiences with everyone else looking in. There will be people who just look at this game, it's like, hey, you know what, I'm not going to play this game, but I do want to see one of my favorite Let's Players play through it because I'm genuinely interested in what's going to be happening, you know? Yeah, and especially with the game that's been out in Japan since September. Yeah, they uh, had the same type of embargoes, too, inside Japan. I mean, it wasn't just exclusive. Yeah. The only reason why we didn't talk about it or any gamer really paid too much attention to it is, is because of the fact that we weren't hearing too much of the leaks outside of Japan yeah. from the U.S. And also, it's like... Well, let's just basically face it here. The American game industry and stuff like that, we do care about other game industry stuff like that, but when it comes to particular embargoes and stuff, a lot of the U.S. media stuff was just very silent upon that issue that was occurring in Japan. Well, yeah, and be, I think... Uh, go ahead, Charles. I was going to say, it would be easy enough to assume that the, the reason why those restrictions were in place when it was in Japan was because it hadn't been released worldwide right. yet, and they right. didn't want those spoilers to get out. But now that it's, you know, got a worldwide release, the fact that these, you know, restrictions are still in place is, is kind of the issue. Yeah, that's yeah, what's confusing that's, about it, too. You know? That's exactly what I was going to say, what Troy said. But, oh, uh, my bad. <laughs> no, you're right, buddy. Yeah, Sam, great minds take a look, I guess. Um... <laughs> You can take that either as an insult or a compliment. I will take, take it compliment. as a compliment. All right, thank you. 
I felt much better about myself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, it's it's a weird thing. I mean, and what's weird though is I remember Bioshock Collection. Yeah, uh, didn't allow any streaming for theirs. You can stream it. They didn't have any rules against it, but you couldn't do it directly through the PS4, Xbox One. You had to have like a capture card or something to do uh, it. Uh, it's a weird. It was a really weird situation with three remastered games, um, but there was really wasn't any big thing behind it. But yeah, it's definitely. I don't understand it at all. Like I can't make a good argument. Like you, um, maybe because it's just it could be. A, does fact different culture kind of thing i don't know i i think uh, that's a lot to do with it um yeah i, I mean it, it's ironic because i feel like persona wouldn't even be that big of a deal in the united states if it wasn't because of things like giant bombs uh endurance run of oh, persona yeah. 4 like yep. that was hugely popular and i think that probably had a huge impact on the popularity of this series in america so you know it, it's almost as if like if it wasn't for the fact that people were streaming their games prior, uh, there wouldn't even be an interest for their games as much outside of like a niche market. Um, so the fact that Persona Five has come out to be such a huge hit, it, it can probably—I mean, I don't know if there's any hard numbers that can back it up, but it, I believe in my heart that it's it it probably is is heavily influenced by streamers, you know, like giving exposure to the game series uh, in the earlier, you know days of it oh exactly yeah especially now in the day of the internet you know it's like for these smaller niche games um the 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 word of mouth and the internet is huge yep especially game like i think persona 5 where it's not it's not a call of duty it's not a horizon it's not a resident Evil 7 it's not this big triple a franchise that we know oh yeah uh especially f- that the, the the more out there especially this youtube culture that we have i you would think you want as much publicity out there for the game as possible. Go ahead. Go ahead well, like an example of that is a game that's released over the past year with Near Automata. Let's look at this for example. Yeah. The game has gotten glowing reviews across the Game Critics board, but it's a niche type of game. Same thing with Neo, because of the developers like Team Ninja and stuff haven't really produced like a lot of like great games over the past like five years. So the thing about those games that have really relished and really grew upon is basically their exposure from streams from other types of let's players that basically do the free advertising for the game developer and going through and just showcasing these games and why those games decided to be bigger and possibly game of the year contenders in this already crowded game of the year contenders already (laughs) no doubt yeah, yeah. So I mean, it, it just feels like it, it, and it's Japan doing Japan. Yeah, I mean, that's the same reason why we're uh, constantly kind of shaking our heads at Nintendo. Like they're they're Japanese, they're a Japanese company, and especially with Nintendo, you know, as opposed to like a Sony. Uh, Sony has Sony uh, Computer Entertainment America. I think they've actually changed it, uh, but um, Sony Computer Interactive Entertainment, I think, is what it's called now. Uh, yep. But it's it's the American branch of Sony's. Uh, you know gaming division but they are an independent company they make their own decisions about their promotion and what games come out and and all of that stuff but nintendo of america is literally just a figurehead uh for nintendo japan like Mm -hmm. nintendo america doesn't make their own decisions japan calls the shots um and and that's just they're they're reluctant to relinquish that control and i feel like this is something that's similar um 
you know in the same kind of vein as that like they just they they feel like they want to control their message they want to control everything about the game and and you know it's unfortunate because i think that you know history has proven that that their way of thinking is archaic and it doesn't necessarily work um but there's not a lot you can do yeah it's it's kind of the same thing but like in different uh, almost the opposite circumstances where it's like a few weeks ago we were talking about Atlas 2 in australia yep australia blocking Atlas 2 before they changed some things about the game to get to australia you know kind of the same idea but opposite sides of the fence in that sense where it's a country that's blocking the game not the you know not the company blocking the game from the internet and yeah. that stuff uh yeah i mean it's it's the culture thing but obviously it's it's annoying and it's a frustrating thing and i don't really understand it because uh someone like me that doesn't never really had doesn't know much about the persona 5 games and had a lot of interest in it um like it, it, it could stop someone for me like checking things out to find the game interesting but at the same point i'll make this argument that i am now more interested in persona series more now this week than i have ever been in my entire life like i've <laughs> done i've read more and i've listened more and everything about persona than i have ever this week alone in my entire life so I it mean, looks dope I as hell one positive there it'll make you interested in japanese rpgs again that's what i'll say it, it, it looks dope as hell i can't wait to play it yeah. i still i think i'll probably end up playing the persona 4 golden first but like yeah no, it looks amazing oh, yeah, the art style looks amazing yeah that might be that might, it could be a sweet summer game for me so almost oh, definitely i mean that's that's the type yeah. of game where you need honest to god investment you have to dedicate at least a month to try to beat a game like that I mean, that's the case that happened with me with Persona 4 Golden, and I played over 100 hours, gone through the main campaign oh, of that shit. thing. <laughs> you know, I got everything all leveled up and stuff, and I beat that game over 100 hours. It was 104 last time I checked. Shit. I didn't even do a yep. lot of the oh, side shit. quests either, you know? <laughs> that could be a sweet summer game in 2019 for me, then. <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> After after I forced Gables to play Destiny two with me, uh, um, yeah, of course, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyways, you know what? I think that might wrap up the show for the week uh, for us. Um, but I do want to thank everybody for listening to us this week. Um, if you do, if you do like the show and you want to hear more from us, we're on Facebook. We have a page and group. It is uh, Drunk Dash Nerds on there. So like and join us on there. Uh, on Twitter, we are at Drunk Nerds Pod. So follow us on there. Uh, it's a good place to go if you want to know when the episodes are going up right away. Um, and then also on YouTube, we are up there, uh, Drunk Nerds Podcast. So uh, subscribe to us on there. The podcast goes there as well. Uh, if you do watch, watch us on there, uh, just click the like button, uh, the thumbs up button. We like that. It's great for us. Helps us get more views. Um, and also, if, you, if you're not listening to us on there, we're on iTunes. Or if you're listening to us on, on there, we're on iTunes if it's better for you. Uh, go on there if you like our show give us a review uh, preferably five stars four is fine as well um, three or less mm, maybe, maybe keep your five. opinion to yourself yeah keep it to yourself or <laughs> lie and you're going to give us a five whatever you know if three or less fake news um, fake news yeah <laughs> uh, also on twitch we are drunkers podcast so follow us on there follow us there you can watch yes. us not stream persona five yeah, you know what? We don't really stream on there much, but I might buy Persona Five and just play it all through on there. 
just just get our account blocked. It, you just won't be able to put it on video on demand. I bet you. I don't know if they could stop a stream in progress, but as long as you don't have it set up so it uh it saves the archive, you might well, be all right. I mean, they did have. Well, I remember like uh, Jake having issues playing Shadow of Mordor because he had it like three days before release, and he tried streaming it. He had a lot of people, and all of a sudden they disbanded his account right in the middle. Oh of the yeah, game. I can see him doing something like that though. But that's before release. Yeah, that's I don't. True. Well, that's a tough one. Uh, I mean, they'd have to be sitting there, like, monitoring how long you've been playing and then, like, flip the switch at 90 they minutes. Like, that would be kind of crazy. They stuff that constantly well, goes into effect with stuff like that. Well, we at least know we have two viewers when we, when we live stream it. We, we'll have Atlas and the government. So there you go. <laughs> Twitch, the Twitch moderators and Atlas sitting there with their stopwatches. Yep. So, 90, 91 minutes. 90 Spend minutes, five shit. seconds. Shut it down. <laughs> 30-day suspension. Uh, that's what I'll do. I, what I'll do is I'll just I'll buy the game and just start the stream, and then I'll just put on the on the main menu, and I'll just leave it there. 91 <laughs> minutes, see what happens. You probably wouldn't get shut down after 90 minutes. I think they want 90 minutes of gameplay. I'll just I'll just turn the game on. I'll start the game, and I won't even do anything. Too bad it doesn't autoplay itself like everything. <sighs> I'll figure a way around it. I'm, I'm going to get our account suspended. That's what I'm going to do. That's my goal oh, in life. Oh, come on. Yeah. New, you don't get big until your account suspended or something. <laughs> yep, that's how we're gonna fucking ban from our... Twitch. Yeah, we're edgy like that. Yeah, we are. We don't need Twitch. Fuck Twitch. We'll go something cooler. We'll go to Bing. <laughs> Bing. Bing's probably our streaming site. Bing gaming service. Yeah. Sure no, they've got that. Something. Isn't that Bleem or something? What's the one? It's a new a one. <laughs> Bleem. Hold on, hold <laughs> on. Fucking, like, the fucking this... device of the Dreamcast. Bleem? <laughs> What's it called? I, I am interested in Bleem. I'm looking up Bleem well, right now. It's not Bleem. What is it? We'll hold on, hold on. Again. <laughs> Bleem is to transmit or send data. Uh, oh, there's an Urban Dictionary for Bleem. Yeah, don't do that. Nope, doing it. The don't do that. Sneakers off of. Beam. Okay, believe, That's what it is. It's beam. Sneakers off on any powerful, colorful solution. <laughs> oh my bleem, goodness! Guys. You want to bleem it up? <laughs> it's beam. That's Microsoft's one. It's actually being built into the Xbox. Oh. Uh, bleem me up, Scotty. Yeah, I was close. I just added an extra letter. I'm just. I'm more. I'm. I'm more in favor of bleem than I am yeah. beam. Yeah. That's a missed beam opportunity. Bro. It is. Fucked up. Way to go, Xbox. You fucked that up too. Yeah, Scorpio. Yeah, <laughs> it's one of those things. Yeah, though. Uh, yeah, Beam is Microsoft's uh, gaming streaming service. So that would be the Beam equivalent to Twitch. Uh, Facebook gaming, like you'll be able to pl- uh, stream to Facebook. I got mixed. I mixed feelings about that. Like I don't think my grandma wants to watch me play video games, so I'm not thinking that's the perfect platform for me. At least on Twitch, yeah. like they're gamers looking for game players. Oh. On Facebook, I've got my my aunt and and grandma and people that don't give a damn about yeah, video that's, games. Yeah, that's the thing about me too. It's like I'm at the I'm at the extent and stuff when it comes to like uploading content onto YouTube. If it's not like anything other than the podcast that we're doing, I really have something kind of unique gaming related instead of like having the typical let's play this or do this or do that and stuff because we can't. It's been so overdone a lot of the let's plays and a lot of everything else that you know having like original content of some sort may be a better option if we were to go that route you know yeah that takes a lot of creative thinking it does 
<laughs> it's a lot easier to plug in a game and just That's play That's very it. true, too. If you're smart about the game you pick, though, if it's a game that not a lot of people are out there streaming, I mean, if you're streaming yourself playing Overwatch, you're probably not going to get a lot of uh, yeah. attention. But if you're playing something that's, you know, a little more rare. Uh, when I was playing Luigi's Mansion, that one got a lot of attention. Oh, that's pretty cool. Because not a lot of people stream Luigi's Mansion. Yeah, there you go. Or, you know, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Or Bleem. Yeah, stream on Bleem. Catch me on Bleem, uh, Drunk Nerds Pod. You can... <laughs> You can, uh, I was trying to think, idolize me on that. I was trying to think of another word for like follow, subscribe, you know, just something off the wall. What was it? A hallucinogen? Yes. You can do something about hallucinogens. You can hallucinate me. You can hallucinate while you're playing Persona 5 on Twitch. There you go. Drop some acid and watch me play Persona 5. (laughs) Drunk Dashers are going to become our own fucking street drug. (laughs) we're gonna gonna drop some bleem play some persona 5 for 98 minutes get at me atlas get at me i had had six hits of drunk dashers podcast today freaking out and good times we're gonna have our own like sub like sub things of uh fucking drunk dashers we're gonna like have like fucking gables is gonna be his own Uh (laughs) i'm excited for this I'm excited. I'm all excited for this. Anyways, I don't know what the fuck just happened in the last five minutes. But anyways, <laughs> Bleem sounds amazing. It was all about Bleem. All Episode about that Bleem. We're going to Bleem. 201. That's we're going to have the fucking Ganon Bleem. 201. <laughs> all about that Bleem. Oh, yeah. Uh, Bleem Ganon. <laughs> I think that's the fourth Divine Beast. <laughs> the fourth uh, Divine Beast, Bleem Ganon. <laughs> Bleem yep. Canada. Bleem can't. There we go. Bleem it All on right. the rain. <laughs> no, yeah, little little Milli Vanilli I, I, reference. I, I yeah. got the I got the reference. You guys, you guys are a little too young for that, huh? I I know what Milli Vanilli is. I'll even sing the song. Bleem it on the rain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, there goes our audience. We we gained we gained. Dude, Millie they were gone games. ten we minutes ago. Everybody. Like no nobody's listening to this right now. <laughs> True. It's probably just us. Probably just us. And then Prove me wrong. Me. Prove me wrong. Somebody who's listening to this right now, comment on the video in YouTube yes. or send us a message on Facebook. Yeah, just bleem it on the rain. Just, just, just yeah. In, just, in yeah. Let us know. Let us know you're still listening. Yeah. We love you, if you would. Uh, I'll, I'll send you Gable's credit card oh, no. with you. <laughs> 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 He's running out of them. They said he can't change any more credit card numbers. But anyways... Once again, thank you guys for listening. I was your host. I was Tyler. I'm Troy. And I have been Colonel Gables. Until next week, everyone, stay gaming, stay frosty, and whatever the fuck comes after the letter B. (laughs) Stay bleem. Bleem, baby. Just bleem. Bleem it on the Ritz. Blame it on the Ritz. (laughs) (laughs) And we're gone.
excuse me. You too many beers there. Anyways, we're on iTunes now, so go on there, check us out. And if you like us, leave us a review. And we'll even shout you out. And Jack will send you his credit card number. <laughs>